Napoli TV. What's happening, everybody? We got the big Haney versus Progray. Actually, Progray versus Haney. Progray's a champion. I don't do that. The zone stuff. Progray versus Haney. Today, we're going to be discussing it for this weekend's big, big fight. What's going on, guys? We were, uh, we're discussing all things boxing as usual on Poli TV. I actually just got done with some Pro Box TV stuff right now, so you guys may have been uh, tuning in as well on Pro Box TV for your daily dose of boxing stuff with my my guys over at Pro Box TV. Definitely always check us out daily. We went to all kinds of boxing content, but right now here on For Poli TV, we're going to be discussing some of the more intricate stuff that we haven't discussed at Pro Box or that we didn't get to go into because, hey, man, I'm on time constraints at Pro Box. What am I going to do? You know, what's going on, What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm wearing my, my Syracuse hoodie uh, in respect for yeah, Tommy, DeVito. Um, Tommy, Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Tommy played at Syracuse. Nice. You know yeah. who else played at Syracuse? Donovan McNabb, I remember, was at Syracuse. Donovan McNabb. That's how far back I go. Donovan McNabb. Tommy actually transferred to Illinois after his, like, third season, but um, still. He's on okay. the Giants now. The fighting Illini. Nice. Boom. All right. Speaking of Italian-Americans, Paul, what's your Italian word of the day? You got one? My Italian word of the day. My Italian word of the day is uh, uh, condivido. Condivido <laughs> means condivido means basically you have an idea, you share it. Condividiamo, you know, or or you uh, uh you. It's not really sharing so much like food and stuff like that, although it can be. But condividiamo means you know you 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 kind of split it around and you share it around. You know, condivido. Any uh, context to why that's the word of the day? I don't know. I just I thought of an Italian word, and that's what I came to. You know, I don't know. We're sharing, we're sharing boxing knowledge here. There you go. Uh, condividiamo l'intelligenza pugilistica qui a uh, Poli TV. You know, so uh, that's uh, that's where I uh, I was thinking about it. We're sharing boxing knowledge, so we're uh, we're condivi where we condi condividiamo boxing knowledge. Speaking. Speaking of sharing, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of sharing of streaming links for this fight because it is because it is seventy four ninety nine as pay per view. What wow. do you think about that? Um. Well, you know what? I, I think Haney's developing into a good fighter. Listen, I mean, he's never was a bad fighter, but I definitely don't understand the whole trying to fit a square peg into a round hole, so to speak, of what boxing tends to do. Um. I think they're over trying here, uh, trying to make him a pay-per-view star before he's actually that popular um you said you said he's not as hot as ryan garcia well he's i think he's better boxing than ryan garcia but he's no, not you as said like ryan garcia. looks ryan wise garcia. looks wise on the podcast you said he is not as yeah hot no as i mean garcia. listen you have <laughs> to have that, that you have to have some sort of you have to have some sort of appeal it's got to be either uh you you make exciting fights you're a big puncher uh you're good looking you're um your uh you know there's there's always there's there's, there's that some things that give you the it factor um i think with haney he's a solid fighter um there's not really an it factor so you got to gain that it factor by beating top level opposition um and i don't know that he has done a lot of that yet he got the biggest win is obviously lomachenko and that was very controversial aside from that uh Cambosos is only a big win because he had one night against Teofimo Lopez. Otherwise, otherwise, Cambosos really isn't like that level of 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 where it's such a big win, right? So it's just the importance of it because he had the title. But 
I mean, so you need to do something in order to build up into a pay-per-view star. I mean, Floyd Mayweather was fighting all kinds of guys off of pay-per-view before he became a pay-per-view star, right? I mean, he was fighting, you know, he Diego Corrales. So I, I mean, his entire run at 130 pounds, even at 135, was not on pay-per-view. You know, he, he kind of, they, they, they developed that organically. I feel like everybody wants to skip the organic phase now and just run to pay-per-view right away. Um, and uh, that's what they do. Any boxing fans, to a degree, will always, you know, buy to you know the hardcore boxing fan will always buy some but yeah i think you know if you're going to be a pay-per-view star you've got to have a certain attraction level for the um casuals as well because that's you know that's what makes a big pay-per-view star they, that they're able to attract the casuals and uh i don't know that haney is able to attract the casuals yet and i and i and i think lomachenko's got a bigger name than progray so um it's going to be interesting to see how uh, they um they manufacture these uh the, the the promotion for the for selling this pay-per-view you know that's the way they're gonna go i guess it's the, it's the world we live in i mean listen if the zones owners their last name ended in an italian vowel and they'd be italian they'd be they'd already have been investigated for money laundering ages ago <laughs> they, they just they just they just lose money constantly and just keep re-injecting re re money into it and they keep making they keep coming up with the dumb ideas that they lose money consistently and this is another one of them you know um, I don't think you, Haney, don't you work for Disney? Could potentially, like, I, I think if a guy gets enough wins and a guy builds up enough of a reputation, including Haney, he could become a pay per view star. I just don't see Haney as a, as a pay per view guy right now, and they're trying to do that already, you know. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's not, you know, if you take the responsibility, right? It's it's if the zone does it, I mean, then it's on them, you know. They're they're trying as hard as they can. They've even switched around the names on the promotion despite Progray being the champion. So they're they're making they're giving it their effort, but. No doubt Haney is a talented guy, but is he the horse to back in terms of your ability to make money? That is yet to be seen, but you're already in injecting a lot into it by doing things like this. Uh, a little bit on what you said about Progress. Uh, You said that his kryptonite is somebody that can control range, and you believe that Haney has that. Well, Haney controls range. That's why I think I, it's it's hard to not edge on Haney for this fight. And that's what I'm saying. If you can beat a guy like Progray, you're definitely uh, of a good level. Now, um, just looking at from the outside, looking in, uh, Progray had a lot of trouble with guys who move around a lot. But the 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 uh, Zaria, the guy he just beat, was a puncher. So it's it, it's a lot more risky to close range against punchers like that who are awkward. Haney is also uh, is a guy who controls range well and moves. He's probably better at it than Zoria. Actually, actually, he is better at it than Zoria, but he doesn't punch as hard. So there's gonna be a an, a, a willingness to take more risks if you're if you're progress as well um, to get in there. But will Haney's sense of timing catch him off guard? Possibly, you know, because Haney's got a better sense of timing than Zoria. So so that's kind of the defining points of this fight, you know, because uh, I think Progray is dangerous as a puncher. Progray puts together punches nicely, but you can't do any of that unless you're able to close range. And Haney won't give you a lot of opportunities to do that, Um, at he's least gonna, when he's boxing at his best, I think. He's going to play cat and mouse. Not always. I mean, there's going to be moments where he fights. I mean, you always have to pick your moments. But I think the key for Haney is to he for him to decide when it's time to trade and not for Progray to force him into it. You know, if you can, you can always pick those moments once or twice around and then make it back, turn it back into a boxing match. But you've got to do that at your discretion, and you've got to have the intelligence to understand that. And that's sort of where instinct and, and feeling comes into it. And that's where, again, I feel like a guy like Haney does have an advantage there because he's sort of done that. But again, I will say I don't have a lot of experience seeing Haney at this level yet, you know? So mm -hmm. it's it's still new, which, is uh, which again, I just went into it a best of not understanding why he's, a, why he's on pay-per-view con consistently. But 
Haney has not been at this level yet. This is this fight goes a long way as well. You know, he's now starting to take on these recognizable, uh, tough fights. Uh, he just got the win over Lomachenko. Um, and now this would be another one that takes him a long way. Now start, you start to actually build a resume here to where you can actually, uh, you know, put your chips on the table and say, hey, man, I'm worth this much. I'm doing this, you know. But it's just starting now. You know, the uh, you know, it's like they they before I don't um they really wasn't there, you know. So we'll we'll see. Um, well, the, the the win here and then the way he wins it, not just the win here, the way he wins it, because he cannot have a another controversial esque Lomachenko type win either. Because uh, remember, he's in San Francisco, so it, will that mean that it's diff- more difficult for Pro to get a decision? We'll see. I have two things about that. Um, San Francisco, Boxing Town. This is the first fight I've seen um, hosted there. It's I, mean, even, um... I remember Mayweather fought there years ago, many years ago. Not not, not necessarily a boxing town, but certainly, you know, it's Haney's hometown, so it's good. I mean, listen, then again, when it comes to politics, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I got robbed against Adrian Broner in New York, so it really doesn't matter. That All, all that yeah. all that is all BS. It really comes down to who's who's got the better backing, and honestly, it's clear Haney has the better backing pluses in his hometown. So, you know, Again, I, just don't know any, he, I just don't know many fighters from the Bay. Like, he's the only one that comes to mind for me. I don't know. Yeah, there has been, but, I, you know, offhand, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can name so many from L.A., but just not from uh, yeah. NorCal. Yeah. That'll be uh, uh, for, our, for our fans uh, at home, you know, give us some uh, San Francisco-born fighters that, uh, you know, besides Haney, obviously. You know, I think Haney's from there, but that have historically been from San Francisco as fighters. And uh, – one other thing, Progres is 34. Chris Algieri mentioned that as like um on the podcast about how that's gonna affect him just because Haney needs the younger guy. But being at 34, back into your career, maybe for Progres, does that make you hungrier? That like this is this I got if I don't win this fight, I, I'm I might be done. Yeah, it depends on how much you really want to continue, right? I mean, uh, at 34, you're sometimes you're uh, you're kind of wondering if 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 how much longer you have left. From having talked to Pro Gray, I feel like he, I mean, he's saying the right things. Um, he still lives passionately about boxing. You know, uh, that's something I didn't have at 34 years old anymore. You know, he still wants to watch the fights on his own, but that's his by his own decisions. He wants to watch old footage and stuff like that. I was kind of dumb by 34 doing that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. So. You know, I, I, it does help his cause as far as being hungry and, and wanting to be in this kind of fight. And I think that uh, I don't think this is an easy fight for Haney. So if Haney's able to win it where it, there's no controversy, it really, really is a, a good feather in his hat. Okay, well, that, this will gain your respect for Haney. And I, I, I know you have respect, but let's take yeah, it back. So you, you, you gain respect in general by getting the 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 key wins you know i actually think he does win this fight i think that uh stylistically it's it's a it's a good fight for him um and it's really you can really you really can can't not fight at this level anymore you have to continue to fight at this level so you know now you've been the undisputed lightweight champion so i think it's a it's a solid fight for him um and a fight that could give him a, a lot of credentials because like i said he just still doesn't really have the resume built up yet so you know, now you'd be going back to back with Lomachenko and and Progray. And if you're able to beat Progray with no controversy, people will actually forget the controversy of the Lomachenko fight. Because that's what ends up happening. Even if there is some controversial stuff, you make people forget about it quickly if you're able to keep performing well. So a good performance against Progray, a good win against Progray really puts everything uh, on that, puts the onus on the positivity of, of Pro, and the momentum of Progray's career. I mean, of, of Haney's career. But but Progray is going to want to, you know, get his own get back. You know, Progray is a guy that I think has also been a little bit underappreciated in his career. 
despite you know the things he's achieved. So this is his moment to really get a a big win for him. So let's look back of October 2022. Do you have any memory of what was going on then? Um, what was going on? Remind me. My memory so, is a little shot. On October 19th of 2022, Devin Haney tweeted, I'm everything Polly wish he was. He'd been hating oh. on me since the beginning. I'm oh. not ducking or dodging nobody. I've been wanting to fight Loma since I was his mandatory. Now Paulina got my dick. Out yeah, of, yeah, yeah, no, of, of course. I mean, listen, Haney's young. He's 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 frustrated with with that. I mean, it's it's all good. I mean, listen, you get your uh, you get your credit as you get as you move your way up the ladder, you know, and you get your criticism if you don't, you know. So Haney's Haney has uh had some success in the past year. I don't think he won the Lomachenko fight, but the fact that he showed some versatility in the fight, he even came forward and and uh, um you know did some things that you know showed me a little a couple of extra wrinkles in his style in that fight. He's at least able to kind of change it up a little bit. Things that you need against a higher level and elite level of opposition. You know, it leaves me curious to see him again. You know, it leaves me curious to see, you know, the, uh, to, uh, where he can where he can fight the fights, you know, as far as inside, outside, close range, long range, and all that other stuff. And his, and his ability to decide at certain moments. I don't expect him to be as aggressive against Progre as he was against Lomachenko. Lomachenko is still a, a featherweight fighting at lightweight, you know. Progre is a natural 140-pounder. But nonetheless, I wouldn't expect that, and I wouldn't criticize him for that. You always look for the formula to get your 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 best chance to get to a victory, and I guess against uh, physically small Lomachenko, you it's you I can understand how he able was able to uh, uh, you know decide that he wanted to go forward and be aggressive in those spots. But I didn't know he had that in his style, so that's actually something that I saw uh, that he's able to do. So in spots, it's good to see that in a fighter. That he's able to kind of go in both directions because I, I think a guy when you're not a big big puncher like uh like Haney's not you need to have a, a, as much deception to your style as possible enough versatility to your style as possible and he, uh, Haney showed some of that in the past year. So that was the first tweet in November. He tweeted, "Quote: I'll beat TF out of Polly in the ring, out the ring. I'd meet Polly at 147. We could fight." Bitch ass, expletive, expletive, been hating on me since day one. Then you replied yeah. you wanted to, to do bare knuckle at 154. Is that yeah. offer still on the table? Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I mean, he's got his own career. I, I, also, I also knew that. You know, I also knew that. You know, I'm also responding in kind, you know. Um, and in the moment, I probably would have done it. Um, yeah, but, you know, I remember because, that. You know, because bare knuckle is five rounds. So it's, you know, I don't have to do 12 rounds. You know, <laughs> once in 12 rounds, yeah. Five rounds are short and sweet, you know? We did like um, three videos on this. It kind of this all brought me back to that yeah. <laughs> that time. But but yeah, I'm I'm good, man. I'm good with that. I I uh I I I, I prefer this side of the table and uh, uh talking about the fights and you know I had a 16 year pro career, man. So it's like I, I'm I'm good now to just talk about it. It's more fun in this regard at this point in my life. You know, earlier in your life is more fun to be part of the fights, but I think at a certain point in your life is more fun to be uh, on this side of the mic. And uh, it's cool to, you know, just be able to break this stuff down. And yeah, and when you're opinionated, of course, people, uh, you know, some people take to it and some people don't. So happy late birthday, by the like way. Like I said, I, I mean, I, I'm picking Haney to win. I'm picking Haney to win the fight because I because I rate and and that and that is a, a something that means I'm rating him because I rate progress. I rate progress, you know, but I still have some question marks. I'm expecting Haney to do things that I'm, I'm I mean, I'm counting on Haney to do certain things in order for him, for my prediction to be right. 
But if he's not, then if he doesn't, if he's not able to win this fight, then, of course, it brings back all of the criticism I gave in the past because now you're starting to step up and you're not able to win at this level. You're kind of showing your ceiling here, you know? So it's very, very important uh, here that Haney gets a, a, a good win. And, and, and I think he can. I think he will, you know? But, but, but it's not easy because, like I said, Progre is a guy that I rate. Um, final predictions, thoughts, what can go wrong, what can go right for each fighter. And I think, I think Progre, you know, catching Haney, Haney has shown a little bit of a chin deficiency, but that's another thing that may, may be better for Haney is that 140 pounds, he's not struggling to make weight as much. Um, there's a chance that his chin gets better. I remember Miguel Cotto's chin at 140 wasn't as good as it was at 147. So, so I think that, um, you know, at 140, he was getting rocked in several different fights. And at 147, it held pretty sturdy until he fought to some bigger, bigger punches, you know. But I think at, uh, I think at 140, that's a chance for Haney's chin to also be better, you know, in case he does take some clean shots. But uh, at the same time, he'll, you know, kind of fill into his uh, natural, more natural weight. I think until you're in your mid-20s, you're still kind of filling out. So this isn't him going up in weight because his metabolism slowed down. This isn't going up in weight because he's naturally growing. So I think... This is the weight class. I said today at Pro Box that this is the weight class that he could potentially feel his best at. That doesn't necessarily mean he'll accomplish the same things as he did at 135 because his weight class is also much, much tougher. But having said that, he fits right in because he's up that level and he fits right into a, a weight class that could be fun if if these guys actually do fight each other because we, know, we notice a new trend in boxing. Everybody kind of glides on parallel courses, but they never actually go into each other's course. So hopefully at 140 pounds, we see some head-to-head matchups. And uh, Haney fighting Progre is a solid one. Last question from me. Who would you rather fight at 140 at that point, at, uh, let's say, your your Kodo point in your career? Who would I rather fight? Progre's um, or Haney? Whoever has the belt. I mean, at that point, I just wanted to fight for the title. So whoever would have the title. So, if, if, you know, out of uh, out of both guys, I, I would Well, let's uh, say they both have the title. Let's say, like, Haney has the IBF or something. Um, Haney. Haney, Haney, not not a big of a puncher. Yeah, punchers are always more dangerous for me. You know, what I'm saying like I, I think that um, I think I, I would, and and that's not again, that's not a knock on Haney because Haney, I think Haney actually has the, the, style to beat Progre. You know, um, but a puncher is always dangerous, and so you you and and especially a puncher like Progre that isn't just a puncher. He's you know he kind of knows how to set his offense up, and uh, puts together punches well. Um, has a solid training team with him, smart training team with him. He himself is very smart as a fighter. He has that kryptonite with the clothes and the gap. So obviously that would be an advantage even for my style. But again, yeah, that punching power is still something you would, uh, you know, risk a lot, you know. Uh, I, it's funny because I, I, I won the title at 140 pounds. I was also in a, at a, at a, I came around at a time at 140 pounds where it was a lot of talent at 140 pounds as well. You know, Cotto, uh, Lo Morendo had given Cotto hell. The guy who took the IBF title from that was a, a hellacious fight. If anybody's seen Cotto versus Endo, um, uh, Endo had uh, won the IBF title, but he'd also been robbed against Sean B. Mitchell by all intents and purposes. He'd also beaten Sean B. Mitchell and not gotten the decision. Again, that's another fight that you probably watch on YouTube. So uh, then there was Tim Bradley, there was Kendall Holt, there was Ricardo Torres, there was Mike Arnotis, who at the time was a good prospect. There was um, some good, good fighters at 140 pounds at the time when I was there, you know? Um, Arturo Gotti came up to 140. Um, it was uh it was a solid weight class at under 40 pounds. So it wasn't like um, you know, I won the title at an era where it was it was soft. But I think this is a good era as well for 140 pounds. 140 has tended to give us some good generations, even the generation that just passed us by with uh, what we had the super series uh with with Progray, 
and Josh Taylor and Baranchuk and uh, and uh, one JC Ramirez who was not in the tournament, but he ended up fighting Josh Taylor later. You know, that was a, a solid era for 140 pounds as well. Even when I turned pro, I remember there was um, you know, it was uh Kasha Zoo, Zab Judah, Demarcus Corley, uh Mitchell was there. It was uh it was uh 140 pounds typically giving us good 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 fights. And I think uh I think in any era you come around at 140 pounds, you may find yourself in a difficult weight class. And I think this is a difficult weight class. But but if they fight each other, it's gonna make it fun. And I think that's what happened in other eras and other generations. A lot of the guys fight fought each other, and that's why we had fun generations where we were able to make money and also have a good have, you know enjoy our careers. Before we get to what's going on tonight and our wrap up, uh, quick tweets replying to you about the fights. Uh, Doctor Boxing says your take on Pro Box TV with Teddy and Chris was great. I agree with you, but can you at least say if Devin KOs Regis or dominates him, he's actually the star that they're rushing to push? Would that change your opinion? You kind of just broke that down. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, that would be a huge, huge statement if he dominates Progray or or knocks him out. That would be a huge, huge statement, honestly. You know, and I say that despite Progray's last performance, because I think Progray's last performance has to do with the fact that Zaria is also a puncher, not just a mover. And Haney is not a puncher. So I think uh, Progray will be one to take more risks here. Um, I, I, that would be a big statement. That would be a big feather in his head. That would certainly be the biggest win of Progray's career if he's able to dominate or KO. Uh, I mean, of, of Haney's career, if he's able to dominate or to KO Progray, that would be a, a massive, massive statement. Christopher Blackett says, Progray's for me. He'll look silly for about two rounds, but when his power connects, he'll cause Haney to rethink his attack. Progray's will hurt him after six. That is Christopher Black. I think, see, I think that Haney's attack is going to be calculated to the fact that Progray is a puncher anyway. You know, I don't think that he needs to get hit in order to uh, adjust his attack. I think Haney's coming into uh, the the fight, personally, my opinion, with an adjusted attack, you know, based on the fact that Progray is a bit of a puncher. So, so I don't think he's going to need to get hit to feel that out or to figure that out. And also, I also think, like I said a few minutes ago, I think there's a chance Haney's chin is better than 140 pounds, personally. Because, you know, like I said, it's something we saw with Cotto when he went to 147 as well. And, and I can remember that guys like Demarcus Corley had Cotto reeling at 140. Ricardo Torres had him down twice. And he was getting hit with, you know, I mean, I remember the Corley shot that hurt him all, and I'm wobbling all over the place. You know, it was a grazing shot, you know. So so it was, um, you know, we moved to 147 and he kind of like was able to not struggle as much to make weight and his, his chin got better. Uh, it was, and it was, and he moved up at an age where basically Haney is now, where you're still filling out, and you're not actually met, met, losing metabolism points here, where you're not as strong. So, so I, I think Cotto's best weight was 147. I think Haney's best weight will be 140. But again, I don't necessarily think he accomplished what he did at 135 because 140 is a more difficult weight class. But I think we'll be seeing him at his best here at 140. Um, and I do think that the program fight is tough. I do think that the program program may land some good shots, but I also. This is just my opinion. I'm also hedging on the fact that Haney's chin may be a little better at 140. My opinion. And uh, from Chris Glover at Pro Box TV, uh, whose dog is this? Oh, that's my boy. It's uh, <laughs> my boy. My that's boy Daniel. He works, here, he works here at Pro Box TV. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. What's going on tonight? What's going on tonight? Where? At Pro Box. Is it Wednesday Night Fights? No, no, that's next week. Next week oh, is one of the Every two weeks. Week. Every, every two every weeks. We have a we have Jokumbayev against Mamoon next week. And Mamoon has been on our air a few times. Roy Jones trains him. Difficult, difficult guy. He's ex-European champion and IBO champion. And uh Jukumbayev has been on our air before as well. Uh solid, solid lightweight uh fight. Uh it's uh 
think it's a lightweight. No, no, no. It's a it's a super light. No, it's a super lightweight. A well, actually, it might be a welterweight fight. But it, these two guys, I've seen them fight. Uh, good head to head matchup. Uh, solid skill. Uh, solid skill set and and two exciting styles. And uh, we typically that's what we give you at Pro Box. If you really look at Pro Box, if you've been following our series, we typically give you these head to head matchups against guys that are just on the outside looking to get in. Either they they're on their way up or they're on their way back down trying to get back in. And it is uh, uh, a high, high level of skill, but we make them fight each other because that's all, the only way you get to that next level, of, which is the world-class level, the championship level. I got Haney, UD. I'm going the easier route. Yeah. Yeah, I think Haney, UD as well. But well, let's uh, let's see. Um, let's see uh, how it how, – it's, it's, the, it's the, way, the way it happens that really makes us come to a, 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 a decision – on on judgment call on on Haney, you know, and so uh, he's able to get it in what manner, you know, and that's where uh, the opinions will start to fly. We'll see. And let us know what you guys think. Yeah, and I'll be live on Pro Box TV after the fights. Me, Chris Algieri, George Jackman, we're we're jumping on live after uh after the uh uh main event on Saturday night. So if you guys are on uh near a computer, jump on the Pro Box TV YouTube page Saturday night right after the fights. So we'll be jumping on and uh, discussing the fight just we did that after benavidez andre and we got a good response from the fans so we're going to do that after the main event on saturday night i just watched that all right thanks paul all right you got it man i'll see you later it's paulie malajima paulie tv thanks guys <laughs>